San Francisco voted to let their police force deploy potentially lethal remote control robots in emergency situations. Seems like an obviously bad idea, but the vote was eight in favor and three about to be executed by robots. Oh, ho, ho. hey, it's, uh, you know, it's like uh, RoboCop and the radical left-wing uh, crazy people in San Francisco are rolling out the age of RoboCop. Stephen Colbert is making, uh, you know, making light of it. It's a, hey, hey, that's funny, and they're going to be executed. Ah, ha, ha. This is how it begins with the left. And Colbert was at the White House dinner last night, the state dinner for the French president, Macron, and fromage with the lobster and the caviar and all that good stuff. But they are rolling out uh, RoboCop in San Francisco. Because, you know, you may recall, I talk about it from time to time, there's a racist, mass-murdering cop killer, Democrat, by the name of Micah Xavier Johnson, who went to a Black Lives Matter rally in Dallas, Texas, and he murdered five police officers and wounded nine more, and he took refuge in a concrete uh, parking garage, and the police, in the end, were left with no option but to roll a robot in there with an explosive charge in the... Normally, the robot would be used to remove an explosive charge, you know, like bomb squad. But it, uh, they had no choice in the end to... Uh, they'd have to starve them out otherwise and uh, brought the explosive and gave him the opportunity to uh, surrender, but he refused to. And the robot brought an explosive charge in and uh, blew up the Democrat racist uh, Micah Xavier Johnson, who had murdered five and wounded nine more police officers. But that's, uh, that's okay because, you know, uh, Democrats. But they are in uh, San Francisco, which used to be an interesting city and, and a nice city, and the Democrats have pretty well destroyed it. But they're introducing the age of the robotic cop. Um, you know, they use robots for, again, for bomb, bomb disposal, EOD, explosive ordnance disposal, and things like that. But now... San Francisco, the Associated Press, has the story. San Francisco will allow police to deploy robots that kill. Robots that kill. Excuse me. I have to go. Somewhere there is a crime happening. Supervisors, radical left-wing Democrats all, in San Francisco voted to give city police the ability to use potentially lethal remote-controlled robots in emergency situations. Now, I remember Joe Biden said he doesn't want police to even have armored vehicles, uh, military surplus armored vehicles, that they'd only use when they got a sniper or something. Uh, Joe says, you know, uh, just you know, take a risk. Go in and uh, get them. You know, the problem is not our guns. The problem is your sons. But they voted to authorize the police to use the potentially lethal remote-controlled robots in emergency situations following an emotionally charged debate that reflects divisions on the politically liberal board over support for law enforcement. Gee, the Associated Press even points out that the uh, politically liberal board, meaning, you know, that's a euphemism. What they mean is radical left-wing extremists. Otherwise, they wouldn't mention it at all. Surplus military equipment for law enforcement. They don't need that. The last thing you need is an up-armored Humvee coming into a neighborhood. It's like the military invading. 
Yeah, it's like the military invading. Need one of those when your son goes crazy down the line, I think. The vote was 8-3 to three with the majority agreeing to grant police the option despite strong objections from civil libertarians. It actually says civil liberties and other police oversight groups. The uh, opponents of this authority would, uh, they say that it would lead to further militarization of a police force already too aggressive with poor and minority communities. You mean people committing crimes? Because... That's probably the only time that we're talking about here. Supervisor Connie Chan, no relation to Connie Chung of uh, CBS, a uh, member of the committee that uh, forwarded the proposal to the full board, said she understood concerns over use of force by killer robots, but that according to state law, we are required, required, she said, otherwise she wouldn't do it, to approve the use of those Equipments, that's the plural of equipment. Equipments, that's uh, what she said. So here we are, and it's definitely not an easy discussion. She actually said not a easy discussion. She said equipments instead of pieces of equipment or just equipment. She said equipments. It's just like having multiple stupid people and calling them stupids, right? Hey, stupids, because if there's one stupid person, you say, hey, stupid. You got two stupid people you say, hey, stupids, like Eric Von Zipper in Beach Blanket Bingo, I think. Pretty amazing stuff. Hey, stupids. So she says equipments for the plural of equipment. And then she said it's definitely not a easy discussion when I'm sure she meant to say an easy discussion. This is today's Democrat Party. Aren't they amazing? Yes, they are. Boy, oh, boy, oh, boy. Mm -mm Mm-mm-mm. Uh, so we got that uh, we got that going for us. Now, uh, speaking of uh, because you know, said that it's uh, they don't want to use law enforcement because poor and minority communities. Um, you know, the police don't just go around marauding. They are called and there are people shooting and then the police show up. But with that said, the uh, Democrats in California are on another mission that has to do with uh, POC. That's uh, Democrats use for people of color. And the headline in the New York Times, very excited New York Times, put out the story from their friends in California. California panel sizes up reparations for black citizens. Reparations for black citizens in California. Now, keep in mind that California came into the union, I think, in 1848. Is that right? 1848? Was Nancy Pelosi living there then? I did a little math on uh, Nancy Pelosi. We have some Paul Pelosi updates, too, that I may be able to get to. I hope I can get to. Uh, The judge that was assigned to the case had a relationship with Nancy Pelosi's daughter. And uh, the prosecutors and the defense attorney said, that's okay. You know, this is like Macon County line. There are lots of family ties all over the place, and that's okay. But they got a new judge anyway because the judge felt that she had a conflict of interest, so she stepped down. And they had a hearing for uh, David DePape, who's the guy that broke into the house allegedly. But they still haven't released the body cam video or the 911 call or allowed police to speak publicly on it. Uh, never mind any of that. And they say they have secret new evidence, lots of secret new evidence, but they're not going to share it with us. They say maybe by the end of the year, which is the end of the month. 
Uh, so we got that going for us. But Nancy Pelosi, I was doing a little math because I like I like to do math sometimes. And, you know, this country, the United States of America, is 246 years old because our born on date is the 4th of July, 1776, not 1619, like the Democrat mental cases and the New York Times are claiming. Right. And so the country is 246 years old. Nancy Pelosi is 82 years old. If you take 246, the age of our country, and divide by three, you'll find that that's 82. That means that Nancy Pelosi, and anybody who's 82 years old, is one-third the age of the United States of America. We're a very young country. We are still becoming. We're 246, and that's 82 times three. Nancy Pelosi, when she was born, the country was only, you know, honestly... She's 82. One-third of the history of the United States has included Nancy Pelosi. But in any case, when they came into the Union, I, I think at 1848, they, uh, Nancy was not there. Um, they were a non-slave state. They were a free state. They never had slavery in California. It was never a slave state like so many Democrat states. But in California, the New York Times informs California panel sizes up reparations for black citizens in the two years since nationwide social justice protests followed the murder of George Floyd. That means radical left-wing riots, burning, looting, sacking, plundering, killing. But they call them social justice protests. Not like January 6th or anything like that. Followed the murder of George Floyd. California has undertaken... Uh, uh, the, the nation's most sweeping effort to explore some concrete restitution to black citizens to address the enduring economic effects of slavery and racism. Now, I mean, I got to tell you, I, uh, I read this uh, thing in there. Here's their plan. They've, they came up with a plan, a preliminary report uh, this year by the Democrats, the task force put together by Gavin Newsom, the poser from the, you know, hair gel commercial. The task force outlined how how enslaved black people were forced to California during the gold rush era and how in the 1950s and 1960s, racially restrictive covenants and redlining segregated black Californians in many of the state's largest cities. Californians eligible for reparations, the task force decided in March, would be descendants of enslaved African-Americans or of a free black person living in the United States prior to the end of the 19th century of the 1800s, right? Nearly 6.5% of California's residents, roughly 2.5 million, identify as black or African-American. What about Rachel Dolezal? Because she, she identifies as black or African-American. So they say, for example, from 1933 to 1977, When it comes to housing discrimination, the task force estimates compensation to be around $569 billion. And that boils down to 230, excuse me, $223,200 per person. So this is their plan. Final figures will be released uh, in the report next year. It would then be up to the legislature. Uh, to act upon the recommendations and determine how to fund them. They have no way to fund them, but they got to ask Joe Biden for a trillion dollars. 
and they, they give it to him. The uh, state and uh, local efforts have faced opposition over the potentially steep cost of taxpayers and in one case um, derided an ill-conceived campaign to oppose an era of social justice. But listen to this. If I'm African-American, uh, and, and again, I'm, if I'm a married man and I have two kids, I'm, uh, and I'm black, we're all black, I'm moving to California. If there are four of you, right, that is $233,200 times four. That's nearly a million dollars for being you. And if you live in Washington, D.C., it's time to hightail it to California because the Democrats are on a tear here. And $233,200 for a family of four equals $932,800, nearly $1 million, you know, close enough. So a family of four, if you live in Illinois or North Dakota, you're African-American, it is time to move to California. I mean, there should be, uh, you know, I, you know how the, in Texas they're bringing busloads of illegal aliens up to Washington, D.C. and stuff? Somebody should arrange for bus convoys to go from all over the country to California for African-Americans because everybody's going to get nearly a quarter of a million dollars just for being black. Also, I want to know if you're from Brazil. You know, during the uh, the time of slavery, about 5% of African slaves sold to European slavers by Africans, black Africans, uh, about 5% came to what is now the United States. About 60% across the Middle Passage, about 60% went to Brazil. So what if you're a, a black Brazilian living in California today? Eligible or not? Racists. We're at 888-630-9625. There's only one Chris Plant. The Chris Plant Show. We have returned, and uh, today is day two of our annual Fisher House fundraising effort. You have generously contributed $241,138 thus far. Still looking for my big $1 million contributor. The phone number is 888-294-8560. And on the line with us, we have uh, combat veteran Will Reynolds. Uh, and Will, thank you for joining us. Thank you very much. You're now working with uh, Fisher House, but you didn't start out that way. Uh, you started out no. because in 2004, um, you were wounded in Iraq and lost a leg. Is that right? That is correct. And tell me about your experience with Fisher House back in 2004 and beyond. Yeah, so back in 2004 when I was combat wounded um, as an infantry officer uh, coming back from a, a second deployment overseas, um, I, I, my experience with Fisher House is that they were a lifeline to me. Um, as you can imagine, I was a young professional. Uh, you know, my family did not live in the area where I was recovering and convalescing. Um, I was at the old Walter Reed Army Medical Center in Silver Spring, D.C. Um, you know, I had two parents, uh, fortunately, who were recently retired and, uh, you know, siblings that were in the workforce. And they wanted to travel down from New York to be with me uh, throughout my, my first hospital stay, which was uh, almost four months long. And, you know, even for, um, you know, retired individuals, that's a, a large burden. 
to, to travel for a four-month extended period outside of your home. Um, so my social worker was uh, fortunate or was uh, astute enough to get me tied in with Fisher House, and Fisher House was able to provide extended stays for my family that wanted to come down while I was inpatient so they could not worry about any of the logistics of, of travel and uh, just be by my bedside. And you continue to be involved. I know you're involved with the Invictus Games as well, right? That's correct. And uh, tell me about your role. And, and what, and what, because Fisher House is also very involved with the Invictus Games. That's right. Uh, one of the great things about Fisher House is they're with uh, wounded, ill, and injured service members and veterans at their very uh, lowest point uh, when they're, you know, recently wounded, ill, or injured. But, you know, that that's a very dark time to, to be with families and, and they're going through some traumatic experiences. So um, you also want to be with them during the good times. And one of the good times is when these wounded, ill, and injured service members are showcasing how much they've rehabilitated um, through the power of adaptive sports. And uh, they do so through the Warrior Games and Invictus Games. So Fisher House does the same thing. They support the families so they could uh, travel to go see their loved ones compete at the very top of the pinnacle of their rehabilitation. Body, mind, spirit, nation, family. Fisher House gets it all right, don't they? They really do. Just an extraordinary organization. And now you're uh, you're on the you're a Fisher House Foundation board member. So you're 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 really a, a part of the Fisher House. I mean. You had to have been wowed by them. Uh, that's uh, 2004 is uh, turning out to be a long time ago, isn't it? <laughs> and, and now Fisher House is really a part of your life. They must have made a real impression on you. They really did. They really did. They were with me, like I said, during those low times, but also through the, the times of success. So um, just a great organization. Uh, you're wonderful, Will. Thank you very much. Saluting you, my friend. God bless you. 888-294-8560. This is The Chris Plant Show. Now, um, the President of the United States currently and unfortunately is Joseph Robinette Biden. And he was never a bright man, never a knowledgeable man. He was never a man who was wise, intelligent. Now he's um, he's a a sock puppet. This morning at the White House, he was asked by a reporter. He was asked, "Why aren't you going to Georgia to support the wife abusing Democrat Senator Raphael Warnock, who's running for re-election, and you really want him to win?" I'm, I'm adding to the question, but the reporter said, why aren't you going to Georgia to support? Because, the you know, the media is there to make suggestions that will benefit the Democrat Party and to nudge and, and urge the Democrat president to do more because they're all on the same team. It's uh, Team Democrat. And Joe Biden is so confused, so befuddled, such a sock puppet that when asked... I got to tell you a little bit going in because it's so confusing when you hear it <laughs> the first time. 
said, why aren't you going to Georgia to help out Senator Warnock, who ran over his wife, uh, you know, when the police came because of the domestic abuse call, um, who uh, threw people as a slumlord out of uh, uh, buildings and rental apartments onto the street, you know, Raphael Warnock. The, even the Washington Post suggested that he's too radical for Georgia. Uh, and um, But that's okay because they hate. They hate. And so uh, Joe Biden was asked, why aren't you going to Georgia to help out Democrat, wife beater, governor, slumlord, uh, Warnock? And, um, and Joe Biden said, I am going to help Senator Warren, who is a senator from Massachusetts, and uh, this is how it went. Are you going to Georgia to help Senator Warnock? I'm going to Georgia today to help Senator Warren, not to Georgia. I'm going to help Senator Warren because I'm doing a major fundraiser up in Boston. Ah, yes, going to Boston, right. Right, I'm going to... Wait, you're going to Boston? I am going to Georgia to help Senator Warnock. No, wait, I'm going to Boston where they have a Senator Warren, and that's different, a different thing altogether. I'm going to Georgia today to help Senator Warren, not to Georgia. I'm going to help Senator Warren because I'm doing a major fundraiser up in Boston. That's our president. Well, yeah, I'm, I am going to Georgia to help Senator Warnock. No, I'm going to Boston where I'm doing a fundraiser with the Democrat Congressional Campaign Committee. And he's meeting with uh, the, uh, the Crown Prince... William and his wife, Kate, do you think he'll sniff her? Well, he, if he gets close enough, they shouldn't let him get that close because you know he's going to sniff, and that's just not appropriate. Hunt, they're always sniffing something. They're always, yeah, yeah it's a family thing. Them, they've got, uh, I don't know what it's called. It's not an oral fixation. It's a nasal fixation of some kind. Got an olfactory obsession because Joe Biden sniffs young female people, and uh, Hunter, of course, sniffs uh, white powders and powders of uh, various, uh, because, you know, he's going up there to with the royals, Biden to greet prince and princess of Wales while in Boston, and, uh, you know, he's the one, I think, that the uh, the prince, he's the one that's actually the child of Charles and Diana. Unlike the other one with the red hair, who is the child of Diana and that British Army officer that my best girl remembers his name, but I always forget his name. But he's the spitting image of this Army officer that was hanging around at that time. And um, Yeah, but he's headed up there. But if you ask him what he's doing today, why aren't you going to, why aren't you going to Georgia to help out Raphael Warnock? He says, I am going to Georgia. <laughs> No, I'm going to Boston, to where they have Senator Warren, not Warnock. Don't ask me those questions, because... I'm going to Georgia today to help Senator Warren, not to Georgia. I'm going to help Senator Warren, because I'm doing a major fundraiser up in Boston. Yeah, right. That's what I'm... It's a, One fundraiser is pretty much as good as another one, right? How about your uh, transgender, gender-fluid, cross-dressing... Um, Department of Energy official that steals luggage. What about that guy, Sam? What's his name? Bobrick. Brinton. Sam Brinton. Um, what about him? Nobody's asked about him. It's good to be a Democrat, isn't it? 
because I, I think if this were a Republican administration and you had cross-dressing government officials stealing people's luggage, that might be an issue. I'm a gender-fluid individual who walks the halls of Congress. Talk about the power of being free every day to hear my stilettos click on those marble floors and yet know that I deserve to be in that room just as much as anybody else. Uh, he likes the sound of his spiked heels clicking on the hard floors of the Congress. Spiked heels. He's got a mustache and a shaved head. And he's wearing a dress. And he's wearing pumps. And he's stealing luggage and wearing other women's clothes. And when he gets caught, he lies about it. Then he calls back and admits it because they have him on video. And he's using this woman's luggage and presumably wearing her clothes, even though he said that there were no clothes in it. Uh, but then you look closely and he's wearing them. Where's the woman? You know, the news media would be all over this. If this were a Trump administration official in charge of nuclear things, all of the news media, you'd hear the clicking of the cameras outside the home of the woman who had her, what, $2,325 bag stolen, right? But when you're a Democrat, this is really no big deal. Why would this be a big deal? He's just, sure, he dresses like a lady and steals luggage and makes videos of himself. And then he's got the, these, uh, the spanking, the spanking uh, clinic. He puts on a spanking clinic and has all this S&M stuff. And there are all kinds of photos of him with uh, leather dog heads on and people on all fours with leashes on them. And all of this is just fine as long as you're a Democrat. And then that makes the video of the, I like the sound of the clickety-clack that my spiked heels make walking down the corridors of power in Washington, D.C. And this is all fine. This is not a news story. Why, why isn't, you know, I tell you, Good Morning America with George Snuffleupagus, where they'd send the, the corporate jet to fly this woman into New York to be live on the set to uh, talk about her experience with her luggage being stolen. And all of this is no big deal when you're a Democrat. Isn't that great? The non-binary Democrat Party. Boy, oh boy. Now, um, speaking of crazy, now there is no, there is no uh, way around this one. Have you seen the uh, latest Kanye West? I, I, I try to call him Ye because it's kind of silly. Uh, he keeps changing his name. But he's really gone around the bend now for uh, perhaps the final time. He, I don't know if he's as crazy as Sam Brinton, the non-binary nuclear official at the Department of Energy with a dress and a shaved head and a mustache who's stealing luggage um, and making videos about it, the sound his heels make when he clickety-clacks in the corridors of power in Washington, D.C. But Kanye West went on the radio with Alex Jones. Now, Alex Jones recently lost a gigantic lawsuit having to do with, you know, crazy claims that the Sandy Hook school shooting was all fake and everybody was actors. And, you know, I don't know where that stuff came from, but that was never true. And uh, Alex Jones was, how much money did he lose? So many millions of dollars, tens of millions of dollars that he's been ordered to pay. I don't know that he has that kind of money, but I don't think he does. In fact, today... CNN is excited to announce 
right-wing conspiracy theorist Alex Jones files for personal Chapter 11 bankruptcy protection. Um, And that's the big headline out of CNN. But in any case, Alex Jones lost this big lawsuit a while back about the Sandy Hook shooting and um, was ordered to pay tens of millions of dollars. So he filed uh, filed for a personal bankruptcy. Um, And he's doing his radio show. And he had Kanye West on. Now, was, was uh, what's his name on there also? This other, They were both on. What's, what's, Nick yeah, Nick Fuentes. Nick Fuentes is on there, who is allegedly a Holocaust denier. That seems like a pretty silly thing to be. You know, there's, uh, it's not like there's not abundant evidence of the Holocaust taking place. But uh, nevertheless, um, the, the Mexican-American white supremacist and the African-American white supremacist were on with Alex Jones. And uh, they're talking about, well, let me just play it because it's, it's pretty wacky. The uh, Alex Jones says, well, he starts with uh, something that should be fairly obvious. You're not a Nazi. You don't deserve to be called that and demonized. Well, I, I, see, I, I see good things about Hitler also. The Jew, I love everyone. And Jewish people are not going to tell me, you can love, um, you know, us. And you can love what we're doing to you with the contracts. And you can love what we're, you know, what we're pushing with the pornography. But this guy that invented highways, invented the very microphone that I use as a musician, you can't say out loud that this person ever did anything good. And I'm done with that. I'm done with the classifications. Every human being has something of value that they brought to the table, especially Hitler. Not your usual dinnertime conversation. <laughs> uh, for the record, Adolf Hitler did not invent the microphone <laughs> or the question mark. Um, you know, like Dr. Evil's father, who in, uh, <laughs> he did not invent the microphone. Uh, and he, you know, to say he invented the highway, they built an Autobahn system uh, that was ahead of its time. I think the Romans, you might argue, invented the highway. Uh, you had to go from Rome to Gaul and things like that in France. But uh, that's pretty wacky stuff. Also, he sounds muffled because he is muffled because he's wearing a mask. Now, it's not a dog head mask like you might do if you're Sam Brinton in the, uh, you know, on all fours with a leash and a, and a studded harness uh, teaching spanking. Spank me, spank me. <laughs> Monty Python, the Holy Grail. Um, he gives lessons. I don't think you need lessons, but but okay. Now, just uh, for the record, Alex Jones, you know, you're not a Nazi. You don't deserve to be called. And they said, well, you know, it's not all bad. You know, nobody's, uh, there's no such thing as a bad boy. Sometimes there is, actually. Father Flanagan, he uh, did not invent uh, the highway. He did not certainly invent the microphone. Uh, and take your mask off. They big enough. Oh, you see, California, Los Angeles County, they're talking about bringing back ma- indoor mask mandates because uh, it's a county with a lot of bad breath. Now it's just a bad breath uh, measure. Uh, Alex Jones and uh, Kanye and Nick Fuentes going on about Hitler and Nazis. I've said it, the most Nazi-like activities I've seen um, and, and the Nazis, in my view, were thugs that shook people down to a lot of really bad things. No but they kidding. did good things, too. We're going to stop dissing the Nazis all the time. Okay. We're, okay. we're going to get to that? Yeah, we're going to get to the good part of the Nazis. 
Um, uh, snappy uniforms. Hugo Boss was the designer of their fanciest Gestapo uniforms, and he, he's a fine uh, suit maker. The, uh, you know, the uh, uh, Daimler Benz and Mercedes Benz, uh, the uh, Messerschmitt airplanes, which my father shot down uh, and uh, got into dogfights with. Now, this is a pretty wacky conversation, I've got to say. Alex Jones, Kanye, he goes by yay, uh, and the Mexican-American Holocaust sur survive, uh, uh, denier, rather, uh, 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 Nick Fuentes. You know, it's like he had a really cool outfit and stuff, and he was a really good architect. And, uh, and so you're in love with the with the with the with the with the, 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 the look of it. And he didn't kill six million Jews. That's just like factually incorrect. That's yeah, let's get the Ronald Reagan clip they showed me yesterday. Sorry, go ahead. Ronald Reagan said that too. Well, I think Hitler did target. No, Ronald Wilson Reagan people. did not well, say that too. I think Obama killed Palestinians. No, I hear you. Here, here's where I think the frustration is. I Make hear you comment on this. And Obama was not the first black president. He was another Jewish president. Okay. All right. Now, here come the men in the white coats with the nets and uh, on the sticks. This is uh, wackadoodle-doo time, I've got to say. Um, by the way, the, uh, the United Nations yesterday decided to celebrate the birth of— uh, well, they didn't celebrate. They really condemned the creation of the state of Israel— um, and they call it the big disaster at the United Nations because they're not on the side of freedom. Uh, Con, uh, Con, I really don't have time for any more of the crazy from that. That is, uh, that's, that's just scratching the surface on that one. Hey, let's not forget about the good stuff about Hitler. So, and uh, Alex Jones is like the architecture. Actually, that was Albert Speer, but who's counting? And the outfits. And... Hitler was a better dancer than Churchill. Hitler was a better painter than Churchill. Nobody ever said a bad word about Winston Churchill, did they? Churchill! There was a painter. He could paint an entire apartment in one afternoon, two coats! You're listening to... You're listening to The Chris Plant Show. We are back, and uh, today is day two of our two-day Fisher House fundraising. Thus far, $241,138 as of last count. And joining us right now, the president of the Fisher House Foundation, Dave Coker. Dave, buddy, old friend of mine, thanks for being with us, Dave. Oh, Chris, thank you so much for this opportunity. All, all too often, we're a best-kept secret, and, and this is a great way to create awareness and to see the generosity of the uh, of, of just your listeners is amazing. It is. Uh, it's a great uh, thing to see every year. And uh, and look, the uh, uh, again, you might think, well, we're out of Afghanistan. We're we're not in Iraq. Um, is Fisher House still needed the way that it was, Dave? Well, you know, the program was actually created in peacetime. It proved invaluable in war. Uh, but life is always going to happen. And, and when the program first started, we focused on military medical centers. And the, it was brought to Zach's attention that, you know, it's, it's great to, to go to the military hospitals, but we need these at the VA hospitals. And when you think about who the VA serves, they're serving those with combat injuries, with service-connected disabilities, Agent Orange, the burn pits and low-income veterans. 
And, and these are the families that are going to have a lifelong struggle, will always need to come back and get continuing care. And, and uh, it's, the, it's the greatest blessing. It is such an extraordinary organization, and it's December. How did that happen? And uh, that means Christmas is coming up, and I know I've been to Fisher Houses at Christmas time. And uh, d- tell us about about uh, Fisher Houses at Christmas. Oh, the you know when you walk through the doors of a Fisher House, we want everybody to know that we appreciate their service, honor that service, and want to help them in their time of need. But at the holidays, the smells of cooking, the decorations, and and you automatically have an extended family that's there to support you. You may be somebody going through the same process, but they're a couple of weeks ahead of you. And, and that gives you some hope because you see the progress they've made. It gives you stability, and it lets you focus and, and share the burden and celebrate the joys together. And isn't that what family's about? And isn't that what Fisher House is about? And, you know, Dave, let me give the phone number again. Uh, it's 888-294-8560. And we have so many people here that we want to thank. And Kathleen in Vienna, $1,000. Rick from Long Island, $1,000. And Karen in Oakton for $300. And uh, Peter, Peterson's uh, Ice Cream in Clifton, Virginia, Brian from California with $1,200. But listen, if you've got $10, you can give. If you've got $20. And I keep, you know, Dave, every year I I keep looking for that million-dollar donor. Because there's a billionaire out there. We're ready to take that call. Ready to take that call. Thank you, Dave. God bless you. I'm saluting you, my friend. Uh, Great to talk to you. 888-294-8560. Have a great weekend, everyone. Welcome to Talkville, the ultimate Smallville rewatch podcast. Guest star Sarah Carter as Alicia Baker. Although I didn't really work with her a lot. But Tom did, and they had some real big smoochy scenes. Yeah. Can we talk about that? Could there be any more sex? What was a three-page makeout scene that just kept going? Good Lord. We get it. They have chemistry. Jump in now or catch up on any of the past seasons of Talkville on YouTube or wherever you listen.